Welcome back to a sporty threesome. Welcome. I feel like we haven't introduced the podcast like that in a long time. That's true, that's true. We just kind of get into it, yeah. Yeah, we just like to fuck around a little bit, you know? As always, oh. I'm Joby. I'm Adonis. And I'm Matthew. Hello. And welcome to a sporty threesome. That's what we are. Hell yeah, banger introduction, Joby. <laughs> um, and On the fly. On the fly, just making things up. That's the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we are going to get into the NFL a little bit first. And the... Crazy um, fucking week in the NFL. Oh, no, yeah. To throw that out there. I and got three pickums right out of my... Are you three pick-ups? Pick-ups? I'm pretty no sure. Way. Oh. I'm pretty, no, I think I got four after the uh, Vikings uh, Niners. You you bet you you got the Vikings right. Oh wait, no, the Vikings lost. No, I'm pretty sure I only got three. It Damn, was, oh that's God. so crazy. I, I was paying I was paying attention to the Rangers game. Uh, whenever the Vikings Niners was happening, oh. shout out Texas Rangers. Shout, shout out Rangers oh, World um, Series, baby. Yeah, I completely forgot that the Vikings beat the Niners. Yeah, yeah. what a fucking oh, wow. weird. Yeah, I only got five right. Yeah, yeah. I haven't I I haven't seen mine, but I know mine are terrible because I think we all. Had like similar picks. Yeah, I picked the, the the ones that you got over me. You picked because most of the time we just went <clears> with the favorites. But you picked the Jags over the Saints, which oh, you know. Ooh, fair. I got one too. And Matthew picked the Eagles over the Dolphins, and I picked Dolphins. Mm. And then I picked the Lions over the Ravens, and they mm. got fucking curb stomped. Yeah. Uh, do y'all want to start with that one? I thought yeah. you want to start on. No, yeah, I do because the way the way that this game went, man. The Ravens decided to receive the ball at the start of the game. And I was already like, huh, you don't see that mm-hmm. too much. Mm-hmm. And I guess they were like, we're going to win this game right now. Right. Like at now. the very start of the game. <laughs> and they literally, it was like. And the Lions were just trying to catch up the entire time. Yeah. And the Ravens defense wasn't having it. It was like, it, I believe it. the drives were like. It was like Ravens touchdown, Lions punt. Ravens touchdown, Lions punt. Ravens touchdown, Lions punt. Ravens touchdown. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was oh four times on each side, something like that. It was crazy. <sighs> Lamar yeah. had a fucking masterclass. Oh Lamar is an MVP candidate. Lamar oh, absolutely. MVP. Uh, to me, he's the MVP frontrunner. I mean, same. I, there's no one I would pick above him right now. I mean, I love Patrick Mahomes. Maybe this is just a little bit of voter fatigue. Sure. Because he yeah. has been playing at a really high level. But. Right now, I would give the award to Lamar. Lamar would be yeah. my first place vote. Mahomes would be my second. Yeah. Because, God, God damn, bro. He... he threw for 357 for three touchdowns. And, yeah, he just came out the gate just going crazy. He had a rushing touchdown, too. Four <laughs> total touchdowns. But he did not win this game with his legs. He 100% won it Dude. with his passing. It, it's I been stand on that so hard because that's what he did. I mean, he, yeah. How many yards rushing did he have? Uh, like Thirty six. Yeah, yeah. Thirty six. Yeah. And then yeah, a rushing touchdown. Um, I was gonna mm-hmm. say like, <clears throat> I've been waiting to see a Lamar passing masterclass mm-hmm. for so long since probably like, well, this is probably disparaging, but I mean like I remember back in like, 2019, 2020, the man was lighting things up with his arm and. It's just been it's just been a long time coming, and now you it's finally rough, get to see like it's been a, it's been a rough couple of years. Yeah, like, as far as like weapons around him and the system and stuff, 
and yeah. this is it's i think it's all starting to gel together he, he's the weapons that he's got are starting to you know be more in sync with him mm-hmm. uh he's got a great offensive coordinator and a great defensive coordinator as well but, oh yeah um but like the uh, todd munkin is his name uh, mm-hmm. the offensive coordinator uh he's come in and he's he's adopted his system in there and I think Lamar picked up on it. I think the receivers are starting to get more integrated into it, and I think now it's finally a well-oiled machine, or at least yeah. everyone's on the same page. Yeah. And when everyone on that team is on the same page, it's a deadly fucking team. When everyone's like clicking and everyone's doing as great as they were last week, uh, like who's stopping them in the AFC? Mm-hmm. At least who's stopping them in the AFC besides the Chiefs? Um, aside from the Chiefs, or who's giving them a bit of like even the Chiefs, like the Chiefs is a is a yeah. either way kind of game for me, but like I think I think they destroy the Bills in when they're in, in this form. I think they destroy yeah. the Dolphins. Uh, the I Jets. feel like I feel like they could go toe to toe with the Dolphins. Like I think that's gonna be like that'd be a good shootout. Back and forth. Um, I think at their peaks, I think the Ravens have more juice, and I think that on both sides of the ball. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, no, it was just insane watching Lamar Jackson just cook. Yeah, it was something special. His ball placement was on all day. He was throwing dudes open like crazy. It was, I mean, Lamar as a passer is truly a sight to behold. And like, that's why, that's why I was so ready to see this because like you know i think lamar haters will hate no matter what (laughs) but uh i think that they've been real quiet this week no literally (laughs) can't really say much can't really say much when your passer rating is like 155.6 or something (laughs) like that um so yeah lamar jackson is him Mm -hmm. uh the lions just got caught on the wrong end of the stick this week i think it's just what it was i you know what i think i i don't think that this is like a big red flag for the lions i mean i still think they're a great team um but what did happen is jared goff got pressured yes he got pressured and you know he's been behind such a good O line, and like no one's been able to do that. But the Ravens were able to to get pressure on him, mm-hmm. and Goff just isn't great under pressure. He hasn't had to deal with any pressure this year, so that's why he's been like, able to be such a like efficient passer. And like he's great when he just need when he can just stay in the pocket and get his reads. But they yeah, they absolutely. got to him fast, and he he folded under that pressure. I still think he's a great quarterback, and he can he can definitely lead the Lions team very far. But when 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 that's your Achilles heel is just if people get past that O-line that you have, <clears throat> sure it's hard to get past that O-line, but yeah, you, you gotta, you gotta have a backup plan behind it. And golf just couldn't handle that pressure. Yeah. It's, it's crazy to see the, um, and I mean, again, love Jared Goff. This is no, you know, slight to him, but seeing the way that like Lamar Jackson is able to create, both inside and outside of the pocket it it goes to show you how different like the two quarterbacks are one you know one is able to do everything that is asked of him and do it at like very efficiently and at a high level but then there's another one who's able to like do everything um able to create inside and outside of the pocket mm-hmm. is able to run 
He's that like dynamic playmaker that is truly like a game changer at the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. And that's that's Lamar, bro. Yeah, Lamar's Lamar. creation ability is one of the things that makes him so special. Yeah. And so this I mean, there's not too much to say about this game other than Lamar good, Lions. It's it I feel like it's indicative of the lack of like talent on their team. I feel like the way that the Lions are able to win games is that they're unit as a whole on both sides of the ball work really well off of each other and they're able to do the things that each one of them does and as a unit together with their coach that i think elevates them a lot they're able to like get those like gritty wins but when they're like when they're outmatched like weapons wise like with this ravens team i just think that I I don't know. I'll have to see more Lions football, but mm-hmm. the uh I think that the Lions may not be I mean like I don't think they're going to be like you know, a Super Bowl contender, but like they it might be sad to see them get like knocked out of the playoffs first round or something like that. I don't yeah, know. I think they can it's it comes down to Whenever they have to play Niners or Eagles, and yeah. so I think that's just what it's going to come down to. I think anyone else they can, they can take uh, in the NFC. It's just going to be a matter of what round they go against. Yeah, the two powerhouses over there, because Jalen Carter would eat. Yeah, against that O line against Michael Jalen, Parsons Jalen Carter would eats. too. Yeah. Michael Parsons would. Uh, and I think he could def- they, the Cowboys could definitely be a good match for the Lions and could get good pressure on him. Uh, I don't think we see that in the regular season, sadly. That'd be a good matchup. But Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, it was just... It was, it was just a crazy game. Not not one you were expecting. Yeah. yeah. And Jared Goff got... You were talking about pressure earlier. Jared Goff got sacked five times this game. Damn. And Lamar Jackson got sacked zero times. So yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> um. So, do you want to talk about your Saints game, Joby? Not much. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's it. It was just typical. It was just typical Saints football. Uh, Travis Etienne had a great game. Uh, shout out to Etienne. He was playing amazing. Um, but it just came down to Derek Carr trying to be a finesse passer and he is the exact opposite that mm-hmm. man has no touch in his <laughs> past whatsoever and this is the second time in a row that the saints were in the red zone and had multiple opportunities to win the game and they on the very last play they called a fucking um a fade to uh oh yeah a fade in the, for like then and just like Derek Carr can't throw one so like why on the very last play are you trying to throw a low percentage play with an awful person to throw it and you also did it to the worst player on the team at fades Chris Olave sure he might be our best receiver but he's the worst at fades throw yeah. one to Jimmy Graham throw one to Michael Thomas I fucking throw one to Shahid I don't care. Like, yeah, throw one to fucking Taysom Hill before you throw it to Chris Olave. That's not his specialty. That is not what he did. That's not what he does. Yeah, that's like trying to. That's like giving Tyreek a, a fucking jump ball. Like you, yeah. you don't do it. Like he's a great wide receiver, but you just don't do it. That's not how they win. 
So, I don't know. It was That was a big critique of mine, and something's got to change on that play calling, and just, it just, it's not working well. And I'm going to... I'm gonna fucking shoot myself if I oh my that was. God. Let's cut that. <laughs> let's cut that. Uh, uh, no, you restart. Didn't say that. Restart. Um, I and I am going to be very upset if I have to go. <laughs> I I can't even think of anything. <laughs> who was that guy? Did who like dropped the touchdown pass? Uh, oh, I was Foster, gonna say Foster it was Foster Moreau. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean a lot of people are very much hating on him and like it's fair like it was it, that would that would be the game winner but like god we wouldn't we shouldn't have to be we shouldn't have been in that position in the first place yeah i don't know i, I i'm foster more got, got a lot of hate after that um but it really didn't just come down to that we yeah still, we still had more opportunities after that like we should have been able to capitalize um but yeah no um i'm just it's going to be so frustrating to wake up tomorrow and just hear Dennis Allen say, we got to do better, or, and we can do better again, yeah. and then we just won't do any better, and we won't change anything. Because the Saints don't ever change anything unless people leave. They just refuse. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, so that's about all on that one. Trevor Lawrence looked good. Uh, the Jaguars are starting to mesh well. Calvin Ridley disappeared. Christian Kirk, Christian Kirk did well. Calvin Ridley bet the under on his receptions, <laughs> and it was just it was not a good game. Yeah, for, for the Saints, and you know the Jaguars are figuring it out. I think, but no, for sure they're five and two right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's working. Whatever they're doing, it's working. Um, they don't look quite as high powered as you know you would have expected, but it's working for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um. A couple of things I wrote about this game. Well, the one of the sec- the second thing that I wrote down here is Derek Carr is bad. I've seen it with my own eyes. Mm-hmm. And to bring home just how poor the Saints red zone offense is. Uh, after the game, I don't know <clears> what it's like after Sunday, but after that game, the Saints are twenty eighth in uh, red zone offense. I, I would have guessed lower, honestly. I would have guessed like thirtieth. No, but then there's also teams like the Giants and, like, the Bears and stuff who, like, are just, like, that bad. Yeah. Um, And, like, at the start of the game, it was very crazy because what happened was the Saints, what happens is the, you know, the Jaguars go all the way down the field, they score a touchdown. The Saints get all the way into field goal range and miss the field goal. Mm -hmm. Then the Saints force a fumble only to pay it off with a punt after a dropped Rashid Shahid touchdown catch. So mm. there were multiple dropped touchdown catches mm. in this game. And that's been a theme of like every week of missed field goals, not capitalizing on good field position, not capitalizing on turnovers. I think at, I think at halftime we had like three turnovers and we had rewarded it with either zero or three points. It was something ridiculous like Damn. that. And we just yeah, we just did not capitalize on it well. Yeah, and then after that, the there was a punt, and the Jaguars special teamer ran into his punt returner. The ball hits his back, and so then the Saints recover, and then they proceed to run five plays only to end up with a field goal. Yep. So 
the Saints make it to the end zone or get turnovers with favorable field position on three possessions and pay it off with missed with a missed field goal, a punt, and a field goal, and are down by four. So three points, yeah. Then, or yeah, yeah. Uh, then the next drive, the Jaguars drive, ended with a crazy ETN run for a touchdown, and now it's 14-3, to and this all happens within the first 17 minutes. Mm-hmm. It was real unfortunate. I say we move on to the Browns and the Colts. Crazy game. This, wa- this game was... In- this was a in- Miles Garrett game. masterclass, oh which almost turned sour, but it didn't. <laughs> Well, depending on the fan of the team you are, it was a it was a sour win either way with uh, some some ref ball for sure. Yeah, some questionable calls at the end. But... Yeah. Oh, that uh, pi call in the end zone. Yeah. 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 It was it was pretty bad, and then there was one before that which was like also pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean. The like you said, Miles Garrett masterclass. He had uh like two forced fumbles. One of them went for a touchdown. Pitching. He had a blocked field goal. Where he jumped over the line. Yeah. Like Miles Garrett just didn't say. He's different. I thought they weren't allowed to do that anymore. Like didn't they? You just can't touch someone while you're going over the line. Oh, so it's just like completely clear. Yeah, you just clear. have to clear it. And he did. <laughs> is that <laughs> only on field goals? Or is yeah, that I think so. I think that's Cause who was the other dude that jumped over the line this year and got the quarterback that was trying to QB sneak? Yeah, the quarterback that was trying to QB sneak. Oh, uh, Fred Warner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He like jumped over the line and tackled the quarterback trying to get the QB sneak for the touchdown. That did happen. Yeah. Mm. Um, Fred Warner is crazy. Uh, and so and it's always great to see a a cool play like that. Is there anything else to say about that Colts Browns game? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Gardner Minshew was kind of going crazy at some point. Yeah, I mean, uh, he had some good like rushes. I remember Amari Cooper did not get the ball at all this game. Mm-hmm. Mm, they were not feeding my boy. Yeah, Deshaun Watson still bad. He oh, threw like yeah. three interceptions <laughs> at the start of the game. He threw two. Oh, well. yeah. Well, one of them didn't count because I got called back for the penalty. But um, then he got hurt, right? Yeah, it was that play. The play that he got hurt, he threw a pick on, but they oh, called it. Oh off. yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a rough in the passer, so it didn't count. Um, but yeah, no, Sean Watson's so bad. It's yeah, so funny. Can't believe former XFL quarterback PJ Walker is doing better than Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Um. I actually, PJ Walker is still doing bad. But yeah, but at least it's better than Watson, I guess. It's no that that's literally the way that I think about it because now I feel good rooting for the Browns because I still you know I I have I have uh, just bad bad team <laughs> bad franchise. We don't have to go too much yeah. more in depth about it. Um, um, Bills Patriots was kind of insane. Yeah, Patriots. You know they get the win. It's just. The bills, the bills are just so one dimensional. Yeah, um, it's it's they they can't get a consistent run game going. Uh, they had a few good games earlier this season where I was like, I thought they might be able to pull it off, and they start to get like maybe put it together and like, you know, expand on that part of their team or like that part of their attack, but they just can't get a consistent game going. They'll yeah, they they can get a big run go off every once in a while, 
but like it's the little ones like the the first and the second down like runs and stuff that they just can't get going and then whenever they don't get going it's whenever they can't get the run game going it's all right well josh go throw fucking step on takes us out there yeah, somewhere go throw it 50 <laughs> times some of them will end up in Diggs hands it's fine um and I think the Patriots accounted for that. I think that's exactly what they wanted him to do. They wanted him to give up on the run and then be like, all right, yeah, Josh, go go, go try and win this. And Josh is going to take the deep shots, and I think the Patriots are like, we're just, we're just going to prevent that. You can have the yeah. underneath stuff, but like any big plays, no. We're, we're going to take all that away. And bracket off digs, and because they're like, we know we're gonna throw it to him either way, because he's gonna do it. Yeah, but I mean, I would too. Yeah, but but the Patriots plan for it, and you know, Belichick, uh, he's been playing against Allen every year, twice a year, um, sometimes three, like last year, whenever uh, Bills blew him out in that playoff game. Um, or was that two years ago? No, that was last. Yeah, year. I think it was last year. Yeah. So yeah, Belichick's been witnessing Allen every single time, and think that that's how he i think that belichick knows how to like slow him down at least or like how to give yourself the best chance to win yeah um and yeah the bills just it's just frustrating how one-dimensional they've been and they are they are injured as well like i I can't take that away i mean matt milano being out is so big yeah Um, you're just missing a huge just like a core piece of that defense pass coverage in the run game mm-hmm. daquan jones is also out for an yeah. extended time who's also huge in the running game mm-hmm. um and yeah it was uh pretty not good and i'm now i'm looking at oliver is also questionable so that's also yeah. not good for their run defense mm-hmm. um yeah and on the other side of the ball uh mac jones he had a pretty good game okay well hey it happens once we were, we were trying <laughs> no. to gas him up for real at the start of the season. So, uh, yeah, no, I, you know, no, nobody here is a, a fan of Mac Jones. Uh, but, but you know, a broken clock works twice a day or something like that. <laughs> Whatever that means. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he had one of his good games. He was, he was making the reads and he was, he was, he was able to win the game for him. I mean, he was able to put up enough and sometimes that's all you need to do. Yeah, and the Bills the past three weeks have not looked that great. They went on that, like, streak where they were just kind of blowing everyone out, but they kind of just played mid-teams, except for the Dolphins. But, yeah, the last three games, 29-25, Patriots, uh, barely scraped by the Giants, 14-9. And then against the Jags, they lost 25-20, to which was that the... It was the London game. The London game where the Jags were already there mm. for, like, a week or so. Yeah, that one I didn't so, like that much. So past few weeks hasn't looked the best for them but i mean we know what they can do but like joby said yeah. they are pretty one-dimensional and they're pretty inconsistent that's another other part that I, it just makes me doubt that they can ever just make it to the super bowl i guess or like mm. win a win a, a championship because they're just so inconsistent like i just don't trust josh allen and his team to have four straight games where they play at the like the level that they were at against the Dolphins. Like I just yeah. yeah, I just don't see it happening. And that's what they would need to do in order to win a championship. So it's it's definitely within them, but I think that I think that they would have to go on like a you know, a, a run in the mm-hmm. playoffs mm-hmm. to make it happen. For sure. Any other Bills Patriots thoughts? I don't think so. 
Would you like to talk about your team now and uh, the Los Angeles Yeah, Rams? this uh, Steelers-Rams game. Jesus, man. This was this was so unfortunate. <laughs> I could not believe... Th- this. What I wrote down was this game sucked first right out the gate. Cooper Cup dropped like two passes. There was one that was like on a third down. There was one that was like... Would have been like... It would have been a first down and it would have been like a crazy gain... And like, and Cooper Cup on the day only had like two catches on seven targets, which is like, like what is going on? What is what is happening? Um, and like at the start of the game, the Steelers were getting nothing going on at all. The Steelers announcers were like, "This the Steelers are the worst team in the league on opening drives. Uh, they have not scored a single touchdown, and they're literally thirty <laughs> second in the league." And then they went three and out on their first drive. And I was like, "Well." This game is looking good, and then, um, and then like we we didn't score anything in the first quarter, and then we scored a touchdown in the second, and then we scored um, we scored eight points in the third quarter, which I think was a touchdown and a two point conversion. Um, so don't know what that was about, but what happened was. In the fourth quarter, their offense, we just was were not able to stop their offense. And we uh, they scored 14 points in the in the fourth quarter and we just weren't able to we just weren't able to come back from that. And um, it was it was truly atrocious <clears throat> because that Steelers team we really should have won against. It would have put us it would not have changed our divisional standings but it would have been it would have only put us one game behind the 49ers um and i don't know especially with the and we'll get to this but the slide that the 49ers have been on recently um i've just been rooting for that too much and forgetting that my own <laughs> team has a lot of question marks behind it namely that um you know, the offensive line is, like, pretty mid, um, which is, like, okay, because in years past, they've been, um, bad, uh, and so against, you know, top-tier teams like the Eagles or top-tier pass rushes in the Eagles and with the Steelers, it's just hard to, um, it's just hard to, like, do much against that, and Joey Porter Jr. was going off this game, um, and uh yeah it was just a Watt. i mean oh yes yes we can't forget about tj Watt, I mean, who had a fucking a interception sticks. it wasn't a pick oh, six six quite. Six. yeah all the way to he brought it to the like the six or seven though yeah and like i i listened to a uh to a breakdown of that uh brett coleman from mm-hmm. uh bootleg they uh they, they broke down that play him and ej and uh they just talked about how he like read the coverage and like basically read the coverage better than a cornerback does right and then like had the guts to like break off of his route because he was Mm -hmm. he was like basically playing cover he was like in coverage and had like basically the confidence and like the know-how to break off of his route because he knew that that cup was getting that ball yeah uh, just take that ball off and yeah like tj watt is insane and his his mental uh when it comes to like like playing in the passing game like what are we talking about for like an edge rusher dude like he makes a play like that that like 
that like corners and linebackers don't be making like what are we what yeah. is what is happening that's, and that's happens... something that like you would expect like roquan smith to make yeah like yeah like red warner yeah but no it's just it's just tj <laughs> it's just tj watt man and it's uh it's 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 him and miles garrett at the top yeah. of the list right now 100 and um personally i think miles garrett is a little bit better I've been waiting. I've been praying on his uh, on his defensive player of the year season happening for the last few years. And aside from Aaron Donald, he was my first honorable mention this year. Um, and I think, well, I guess we were talking about TJ Watt. TJ Watt is good, uh, but Miles Garrett is also staking his claim as the best defensive player in the league. Forgot about predicting how much I can say. Um, and the Rams lost, but you know who won this game on the Rams was Puka Nakua, who oh, had 58, yeah. who ha- now has 58 receptions in his first seven games, yep. which is an NFL record. Uh, He's also one of three players to have uh, 700 yards through seven games, his first seven games, 700 yards through his first seven games of his career. He's second on that list behind Jamar Chase. That makes a lot of sense. And he's only two yards behind him. Uh, the other record he broke for most receptions through first seven games, he beat Saquon Barkley. Whoa. For, yeah. Or, well, it, no, it's high Saquon's record. Oh, gosh. For catches in the first eight games, which is kind of crazy. Damn, I forgot Saquon Damn, was, was, like, catching like that. Yeah. Like, no, Saquon's, Saquon was crazy, man. Prime Saquon was different. No, literally, that's what I was thinking. Saquon's rookie year, man, was, yeah, was, was something to behold. <laughs> Chargers and Chiefs. Chargers Chiefs. Um, I mean, pretty expected outcome, especially with how inconsistent yeah. the Chargers have been playing. Yeah. Uh, definitely not living up to their full potential, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. And you know, Mahomes just went out there and did his thing. Absolutely. Kelsey went out there, did his thing. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just twenty-four yards. That's crazy. And four yeah. touchdowns. Yeah. Mahomes. Yeah, that's a, uh, it's it's insane. Like, Mahomes, uh, you know, prime Mahomes, which is what we've never not seen. Prime Mahomes, uh, is is also something to behold, especially when like the unfortunately the record was broken this game, but the um, uh, I believe the record, or the record, oh yeah, yeah, the record for um. It's like some streak of like <coughs> consecutive targets that got caught. Oh, to to one person. Yes. Yeah, it was to to Kelsey. Yeah, yeah, it was like a most consecutive um, completions when targeting one person. Yeah, and it was to Kelsey, and the streak was tw- it was either twenty eight or twenty nine whenever it was broken. I don't know if they got to thirty. But yeah, they basically they they had completed twenty eight straight passes Damn. without an incompletion, which makes sense. I'm honestly I wouldn't have been surprised if it was more. <laughs> yeah, I mean like it's crazy how consistent those two are. It's crazy how like cerebral uh, Travis Kelsey is too. Just knowing like where to go in the in the coverages. And Mahomes also knowing exactly where he's gonna go. So like, Kelsey's always gonna find a wide open area and just like <laughs> every time park Kelsey himself, and he's gonna ball. be wide open every, every time. time he catches the ball. He is just there's no one around him. It's it's he's just so good at finding insane. open spots. Yeah, he's, it's mm-hmm. insane to watch. 
It's like, how? How are you always just wanting It makes it look so easy. Um, it was kind of unfortunate seeing this game unfold, because I thought it was going to at least be some kind of a close game, and that it just did not turn out to be that way. The Chiefs just never stopped, you know, putting the foot on the gas, and the Chargers just weren't able to get anything going. And um, I think that it's, you know... It's crazy because it's looking like my Chargers not making the playoffs take is aging well, but it's also like, man, I didn't think it was going to be like this. I didn't think it was going to be like this. I thought it was just going to be that, like, all the teams in the AFC were so good that, like, some teams that went, like, 10 and 7 or whatever weren't mm-hmm. going to make the playoffs, but it's looking like the charge, the Chargers are a little bit worse than that, so... Um, I don't know what the future of that coaching staff is looking like, but... It looks bleak every day. Yeah. Every week, it just gets more and more bleak, so... And especially if you're, like, supposed to be a defensive coach and you're not getting the best out of your offensive talent. Like, the one good game the defense had was when Khalil Khalil Mack had six sacks. Yeah. And that... That's it. That's literally it. Outside of that, the Chargers have been awful. And it's also pretty uh, like indicative of how J.C. Jackson is actually doing really well back with the Patriots now. And um, he was getting like cooked in whatever system they're running over in that Chargers building. Mm-hmm. Um, so that sucks. Um, that the, the, defense. the Patriots also just like know how how to play cornerbacks. They yeah. just they just they breed them over there. J- it, it, this is the Patriots are going to be investigated for tampering or something <laughs> like that. At the end of the season, they're going to be JC like, "JC Jackson was a mole that was planted to, <laughs> to sabotage the Chargers for no reason." <laughs> no, literally, there were, he, the Bill Belichick before the before the season ended last year was like, "All right, listen." You can go wherever you want and get your bag, but just play so poorly that you'll get <laughs> traded back to us and then start going off again. Mm-hmm. And the Chargers are paying his his $87 million salary or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and the the Patriots have back their, like, all pro. So that's cool. Um, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> what if that's actually a conversation that happened? <laughs> that would be so... Well, that would be pretty fucked up, actually. But it, it's funny that it happened. And if it ha- would happen to any team, it would be the Chargers. It would be the Chargers or the Browns. But we're also witnessing True. a different version of that with Deshaun Watson. So True, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's where we got to... They got their karma. They mm-hmm. will always be the Browns. Mm-hmm. Okay, but this 49ers and Vikings game... Let's fucking go, baby. <laughs> the Niners are 0-2 in the last two weeks. And uh, Brock Purdy's looked fraudulent. There's really nothing better that I could ask for with this. Um, there was a moment in this game uh, where it looked like the... Um, oh, actually, it was the very end of the game um, where the, the 49ers were driving down the field... And I was like, God damn it, not like this, bro, not like this. I was, like, getting so hyped up about the Vikings, and I forgot that I was rooting for the Vikings, a historic uh, choke team. Um, And the one person who did not choke on this team is Cameron Bynum. 
and he he sealed the game for uh for the vikings that that interception that uh that brock purdy threw was so indicative of him being a system quarterback just throwing it where he should be throwing it like trying to like throw with the blind anticipation of the Shanahan system and then the corner just being like oh okay I know what's gonna happen here and then he just picked it off <laughs> and that was the game and uh man as the 49ers how do you lose to the Vikings without Justin Jefferson you know what I mean Jordan Addison did have a great game though. he did Jordan he Addison did have a great all. game that one catch where he fucking uh just like snatched the ball from Charvarius Ward, yeah, and then bro. just ran all the way in. That was so good. Um, but yeah, I didn't get to watch much of this game. Um, because again, I was watching the yeah, the I was Rangers. We watched the Rangers this night. Yeah, but I I was very surprised when I checked it, and I was like, "What the fuck happened?" <laughs> the the 49ers just did not play very good. Is what it came down to, and I think. I feel like the league is low-key to figuring out this Niners team. They they aren't afraid of Brock Purdy anymore. And, like... They've been listening to the podcast. Yeah. yeah Brock yeah. Purdy's assistant quarterback. <laughs> like, oh, wait. He's like, assistant quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, no. The, the Vikings are... Well, the they're Vikings... Still, they're still bad. Yeah. They're still bad. But they're doing the thing that I wanted them to do is to be slightly better than the Packers. And so now my my NFC North uh rankings are falling right in order. And I think um I don't know who who they're up against next oh, the Vikings and the Packers play next week. So this is basically fighting for um fighting for third place in the division right now. And so I'm hoping that the Vikings uh, put up a fight for that one. And I mean, the Vikings got two dubs in a row. So, and three out of the last four. And the one game they lost was to the Chiefs, which they were only, uh, they lost by a touchdown. So, Yeah, that was a pretty close game. That was when we were trying to sow the seeds of fraud watch on the Chiefs. But that was obviously a very silly thing to... (laughs) Just, just try and like throw some seeds out, see which ones grow. Obviously, <laughs> obviously we're not gonna hit them on them all. But yeah, no. obviously the Chiefs are not the team that you want to uh, spread seeds of doubt for. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, the Vikings' remaining schedule is not like it's pretty easy. Honestly, like their toughest matchup is like, oh, I guess the Lions twice, and then like the Bengals. Okay, so now that we've recapped this week in the NFL, um, you know, obviously there are games that we missed, you know, the uh, um, the Commanders are, no, 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 the Giants are 2-0 and against the Commanders for some reason, that's a weird, uh, <laughs> that's weird, they're not going to be able to get those games back. It's division rivalries, and shit happens, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but uh, let's go, before we get to the Pickums. Um, I did my weekly awards for this week. Um, I was thinking that maybe going in the future, now that we have, you know, so much NBA to talk about, maybe we could, uh, direct people to our Twitter where we can make these weekly award picks or something. Mm. So we don't have to like dedicate an entire segment to it. Um, but, uh, 
I'll just talk about mine, and if you guys uh, have anything to add on to it, please go for it. Um, so my offensive player of the week was Travis Kelsey. I would have been the same. Yeah, that his his stat line was fucking insane. Um, I think he had like two touchdowns, like 150 yards, and like 10 plus receptions. It was truly, truly a performance of the ages. Um, and speaking of performances of the ages, defensive player of the week, Miles Garrett. I would agree on that one. Yeah, yeah I have to. Yeah, man, by himself was responsible for like a fourteen point swing. Basically, <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to like it's hard not to give it to anyone else. Um, my offensive rookie of the week, I'm a little bit biased, and so I'm going with Puka Nakua. Um, I'm sure there's other there's other good options out there, but I'm rocking with my boy Puka. I know Jordan Addison caught two touchdowns, which is you know kind of hard to ignore, but <laughs> Puka did have more yards, so that's and he's a Ram, so how can I how can I uh, pick against him? Um, my defensive rookie of the week is Joey Porter Jr. He was locking down dudes, making pass deflections against the Rams. And it was kind of sickening to see just because I, uh, bless you. Thank you. Just because, you know, that's not what you want to see against the, against the Rams. But Joey Porter Jr. is very good. And so I had to give him his props simply. Um, my clutch player of the week is Cameron Bynum for his two interceptions on Brock Purdy. One sealing the victory in, uh, like in the red zone. Like they were, they were like, like if that was caught by the receiver, then it probably would have been a touchdown, and the Niners would have won the game. Instead, Cameron Bynum of the much maligned Viking secondary, uh, comes in and makes the clutch, the clutch play. So shout out to Cameron Bynum, um, an MVP of the week, it is none other. Than our man Lamar Jackson, the, the, the future MVP of the league, the future MVP of the league. We should go back and tally up how many MVPs we handed out, and if that like correlates to who ends up winning MVP. Because mm. I know I've given a couple out to Lamar Jackson. He might be the my my only repeat, but I'm not too sure. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys have any uh, performances from this week that you wanted to shout out? Maybe not in a specific category, but just wanted to shout out. Uh no, I mean I shouted him out mostly in the uh in the during the game by games. Mm-hmm. Uh oh oh uh we didn't talk about the Eagles Dolphins game, but oh yeah, I yeah, I don't know why that's not here. Shout out AJ Brown. Uh he he went off. He had a great game, and yeah, the Eagles the Eagles did really well. We we do got to talk about this a little <laughs> bit actually because I am. I'm now remembering my uh, my very bold take that the Miami Dolphins were going to wipe the floor. Oh, yeah, you I said that the Eagles secondary sucked <laughs> and that they were going to put up 40 floor. on them. Oh, he said wipe the floor. Dude. But yeah. instead, the Dolphins just dominated in the trenches on both sides of the ball. <laughs> and, I mean, the Dolphins... Not, 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 uh, did I say Dolphins? Eagles. Yeah. The Eagles dominated <laughs> in the trenches on both sides of the ball. Um, that saying is kind of funny though. Dol- dolphins dominating the trenches. They're in the trenches. <laughs> They're in the trenches. The Mariana's trench. Uh, 
That's the only trench I can think of, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I'm so sorry. You He's a one that. trench man. I thought that was supposed to be like a Dan Marino like pun, but no, I don't, I don't no. think it was. It no. was not. <laughs> anyway, Eagles D line better than Dolphins O line. Eagles O line better than Dolphins D line. It was as simple as that. And AJ Brown was making the Dolphins secondary look like the Commanders secondary, <laughs> and. It was just it was just a dominating game from the Eagles. Yeah, it's so like my thing is now that it, it's 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 hard because I do have like I don't like hate Philadelphia, but I mean like I tend to root against them more often than not. Yeah, and so I remember doubting the Eagles literally all the way up until the literal Super Bowl game, and then. I was like, you know what? The Eagles, they're good. And then now this season, I'm like, all right, wait. The Eagles are actually bad. And then they beat the Dolphins. And I'm like, all right, fine. The 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 Eagles are like a juggernaut. Like they're going to win these games despite maybe having poorer offensive performances than not. Um, I think the Eagles each week have just gotten better and better. Uh, I think and they've so just, too. They've, they've gelled better and better and gotten more in sync. And... I still don't think they're at full power, and it's it's because I don't know. There's there's just so much potential and so much just strength and power yeah. all around and all on that roster, and like pound for pound, that that team's got to be like the strongest team in the yeah. league. Yeah, like band for band, pound for pound, like no one's no one's taking them. And that's like they they are such a juggernaut because of that. Like I think because like, um you know, they probably get, um, you know, like the, the, the brotherly shove or whatever, like Mm -hmm. that probably doesn't like look good on the stat sheets, but I mean, like it allows drives to continue going and they just like beat you down like mercilessly. Yeah. Um, Every, every, every drive for them is first and nine, not first and 10. And like the non-hesitation to run that play is so funny to me. So consistently. Like, I think it was last week when... Not against the Vikings. Or not against the Dolphins. My bad. Um, but whoever they played last week, they were like on their own like 20 yard line. <laughs> and then they did the brotherly shove and it's like, what happens if it doesn't work there? And then like, yeah. you're just in terrible field position. Yeah, but just they just like, don't care. They, they don't care because they know it's just going to work every yeah. time. Or at least nine times out of ten. Yeah. And God, when you have something like that, just up your sleeve, it just... It's just a, a superpower. And, yeah. Yeah. And the other superpower they have is that defensive line, which is, it's basically proving to make the secondary, like, not matter at all. <laughs> so it, it's just like they are that dominant. I think if you were to take any position group from any team, I think the most dominant one would probably be the Eagles defensive line. Um I think that, like... It's up there with the Eagles O-line. <laughs> literally, yeah. And so, um, yeah, the Eagles are very good. And uh, I... Well, I was going to say I hate to see it. But I'm, <laughs> I guess I'm, like, neutral to it. I don't know. I, I hate... I, I'm kind of also, like, on the Nick Sirianni hate train. Yeah, I, I think I would like the Eagles team a lot more if it wasn't for Nick Sirianni. Yeah. He's just so hateable. And also, I do hate that they call the tush push like every single like and one uh like play 
it's like like i get that it works but like come on man do do something else be more interesting i don't know mm-hmm. all right pause pause now pause hold the applause I don't know if y'all want me to like do one of these and like. If you want to put it up there. Oh yeah, go for it, go for it. It's just Nick's Celtics right now, but the match should be popping on here soon. So we can rock through these pickums real quick, and then we can start talking about the NBA. Kind of introduce the the Mavs game as it happens. So pickums this week is really interesting. Um and um I uh. There's a lot of confusing matchups this week, so we can get into that. Um, Thursday night football, not so confusing. It's uh, Tampa Bay versus Buffalo. You know, if if the if the Bills have one of their stinkers, this could very easily turn into a Tampa Bay win. I was just about to mention this could be a trap the, game with how the Bills have been performing. I mean, ask me this week one, and I'm like, oh yeah, Tampa, or the Bills are stomping them into the ground. But Tampa Bay has been overperforming very highly, and Buffalo's been underperforming. So, I don't know. I'm still picking the Bills. So, I'm picking the Bills. <laughs> I'm still picking the Bills. Yeah. I'm still picking the Bills. But, oh, yeah, same. But would not be surprised that this one went either way. Uh, I think this is a Bills bounce back game. I don't think uh, it would not make I mean... Oh, there are several losses that the Bills have had that I that don't really make any sense, but this one would be... This one, this one, yeah, this one doesn't make any sense to me. Um, all right, uh, so the next game we have is the Rams at Dallas. Possibly game of the week here. I think this is a great match. Uh, I'm real scared about this one, especially uh, especially after last week, seeing what a good defensive line can do to uh, can do to the do to the Rams. I just don't know. I do have the Rams picked though, just because this is the week of destiny, and I'll that's <laughs> that's a that will be a theme later for some of my other picks. But this is the week of destiny, and the Rams have to win this game. Um, otherwise, things are looking pretty pretty sus for us. We've been on a uh, um, we the last five games have been loss, win, loss, win, loss. So we're due for a win, is what you're hearing here. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Rams. I picked against my team too many times, and this is this is the one that I want to stake my stake my like upset victory on. Fair enough. Yeah. All right, I'm picking the Cowboys. I'm uh, <laughs> fair enough, fair so, enough. I mean, like, how yeah. could you not? All right, uh, Vikings-Packers next. I got the Vikings. I have the Packers. I also have the Packers picked right now. Damn. They're mm. at home, and the Vikings suck. <laughs> I just, this is like... Hey, they've been performing well the last few weeks, so... But, like, this is one of those games that the Vikings would lose. Yeah. And it's also, like, like you can't, beat, you can't beat the Niners and then also beat, like, a divisional opponent. Like, you're going to lose, I think. <laughs> you got to lose one of them. I think <laughs> you so, got to yeah. lose one of them. And so they won against the 49ers, and I think that's where all of their luck went off to. So mm-hmm. I'm picking the Packers because I think they're due for a win is all I'm saying. <sighs> I don't see okay. it. <laughs> fair, fair enough fair. um Falcons at Titans 
Will we have a Desmond Ritter Masterclass or a typical Desmond Ritter game? I have the Titans in this one. I also have the Titans in this one. But, uh, yeah, I was going to really say... Hope, I really hope the Titans win, but... But, you know, I, I think the Falcons are just going to... Will Levis about... might be starting. Will Levis might be starting. Does that sway your vote? I saw that earlier. Oh, Will ooh. Levis. It sways my Why? Well, I mean, it's... Uh, does that sway... What, which I was already kind of on the fence, so that does kind of sway my vote a little bit. Which way? Towards the Falcons' way now, because okay. I had the Titans <laughs> pick, so... So you're saying, so you're saying if they started Ryan Tannehill or Malik Willis, you'd be like, oh wait a minute, definitely not Malik, not Malik Willis. Willis. But if they started Tannehill, then yeah. You know, I think I think Malik Willis is probably like a Ryan Tannehill that has less wear and tear on his back or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. The Times are the home team, and this will be Derrick Henry's best performance of the year. I'm I mean, I think. It. I, the Falcons' run game is pretty good, but... Their run defense is pretty good as well. Or, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Um, and so I think that... I don't know. I think that the... My thing is that, like, Desmond Ritter is bad, and the Tennessee Titans still do have a really good defensive line, and I think that is going to be enough to do it, even though they did literally trade uh, Kevin Byer to the Eagles for, like, scraps, which is, like, really... I forgot that the Eagles got Kevin Byer. Like, why are they able to get such, like, so much talent on their roster no, for, like, cheap? There are never trades with high-level players, unless it's to the Eagles. It's crazy. It's crazy. Only the high-level players only get traded to the Eagles. Like, the Eagles don't need more players. Why are you trading with them? <laughs> Fuck you, Tennessee. <laughs> Dumbass. You already got fleeced on fucking A.J. Brown. Dude, yeah. <laughs> why would you? Why would you do deal? If I got fleeced that bad, I would never trade with that team again, <laughs> ever. I don't care. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, Saints at Colts. Obviously, I got my Saints. Yeah. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I don't care. You like? Do you at the Rams? I do. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, I guess I guess this is a better. <laughs> That's valid. I deserve that. Um, I mean, I guess the Saints Colts matchup is a little bit more winnable for you than the Rams matchup yeah. is. Um, it's just though I just haven't seen anything from this Saints team, and for some reason the Colts are like low key doing well in uh, losses and. Uh, um, and losses and wins. And they can put up 37 against supposedly the best defense in the Well, league. they haven't played our defense yet. Oh, dear God. No, um, I'm very scared. Um, but we'll see. It's oh, my time. God. Sorry. KP just, like, elbowed the shit out of iHeart. Well, they were fighting for the ball, but... Hartenstein. Mm. Hartenstein. Yeah, Gardner Minshew did awful against us last time we played. And that was when he was on the Eagles. So, so, you know, just saying. Yeah, I mean, I got a, I, I do have a Saints win in this game, but it is scary for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, mean, Dolphins, at, or Patriots at Dolphins. Or did you give your, your pick for that game? I got Colts. Oh, shit. All right. Well, <laughs> you could be right. They're at home, and I have a lot of away teams picked this week. I have a lot of away teams. See, that was me week. last week, and that did not fare well in my direction 
Alright, uh, Patriots at Dolphins. I got Dolphins. I got this home team. Same. Uh, Jets at Giants. I got Jets. Same. Uh, I got Giants, but I don't like the pick. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. The Jets, to me, are in the, in the same category as the Browns, where their offense is so bad, but the defense actually literally does win them games. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And I think the Jets' offense is better than the Browns' offense. Yes. Yes. But I think the I think the Browns' defense might be better than the Jets. That might be a little bit of a hot take, but... Uh... To me, Brees Hallsway is the needle. Mm-hmm. No. True. Me. Yeah, I mean the Giants are a bad team, so yeah. I think that this this New Jersey team will beat the other New Jersey team. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna pick, change my pick on that one. I think I will also take Jets because yeah. Giants are bad, and I forgot how bad they are, and that every time I watch them this year, they just it's so it's so sad to watch. Yeah, the Giants literally have by all metrics historically the worst uh, O line. Oh, oh wow! Quinnen is going to destroy them. <laughs> yeah, um, Jaguars yeah. at Steelers. This looks like kind of a good game. I got Steelers on this. This team. one, this one could go either way for it, sure. It definitely could. And, and they're getting Deontay Johnson back this week. I think. no, he came back last week. Oh, he came back last week. Yeah, he did good. He he was oh. cooking. So they got Deontay Johnson back. So yeah, you should. Uh, I got Jags, though. I also have Jags. And don't feel great about it, but I got him. I also don't feel great about it. I think that, I don't know, I think that the, like, I, maybe it's just, like, victim complex or something, but that, that win against the Rams, I'm like, that shit wasn't real. <laughs> so that's why I'm picking the Jaguars, who are a better team, and hopefully uh, they will beat the, they will beat the, that bad team for, for us. Uh, Eagles at Commanders. I got Eagles. AJ Brown is going to break the record for most consecutive games with at least 125 passing yards. Yep. Um, Houston Texans at Carolina Panthers. Damn. 16% have the Panthers picked. But I guess. I have the Texans beating the worst team in the league. I also have them (laughs) beating the worst team in the league. Me too. CJ Stroud is coming off of a bye, and now we'll get to see what what an extra week of preparation will do. Although, I don't want to say it, but coming out of a bye to face a team that's bad, you think that that they're going to play down to their opponents this game? Um, I don't think they will. I think they're a young team, and I think if anyone can keep them motivated, it's D'Amico Ryans. Mm. He's, D'Amico, he's been, he's been great. I think he's got enough spirit to keep his guys going. So, um, you yeah. missed free throw from Jalen Brunson. Yeah, that, that was kind of crazy. Um, yeah, no, I, I also still have the Texans, but I mean, like, I feel like it. I feel like it could happen. Uh, Browns at Seahawks. Browns. I'm also taking the Browns. Oh God, I had the Browns too to be different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this thirty six percent picked versus sixty four percent picked for the Seahawks is kind of crazy, low key. I don't know. The Seahawks defense is kind of like turning up. It's kind of like it, it is it, very. It's good. living up to the hype. The secondary, like. Turn it up. Witherspoon, Devon Witherspoon, or Devin Witherspoon, and um, and uh, Free Woolen are like, they're they're turning into that great duo that we were expecting. So I don't know, it it can go either way. 
Uh, Chiefs at Broncos. Jeez. God. God damn. <laughs> that might be the biggest blowout we see all year. <laughs> it was a 70 point blowout <laughs> this year. Or however many points. Uh, they scored 70. They it was scored a 50 point blowout. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ravens at Cardinals. This might be the biggest blowout we see all year. <laughs> hey, hey. I know they're 0 4. <laughs> no, don't let but, them cook. Get them out the kitchen. But, but I still like them. I still think that they have good energy and they are overperforming their expectations. Cardinals play hard. Maybe yeah. the results aren't there, but, <laughs> but the God, spirit is there. No. Okay. God damn it, do they play? He is going crazy this game. Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, this is a live podcast after all, if you, if you didn't know that. Um, we're talking about football right now, but we got, uh, we got, well, right now it's Boston and, and New York in the back, New York Knicks in the background. And KP just hit a three to go up by three. Oh my God. Oh. He might do it again. Uh, there's 50 seconds left. Oh, oh, he loses the ball. Wait, who was that? Tatum. Oh my! I know this game is over, and I know we didn't talk about like the parlay thing <laughs> for the NBA, but I did. I did make a parlay for this game specifically. Oh yeah, that was a good match. I saw those messages, but then when I read them, I think that's when I took my nap. <laughs> no, yeah, so I didn't get back. Um, my my three my three legs for this game is well, it's not looking too good now, but it's Boston minus four, which means I think they'll. Win. Do they have to win by at least four? Mm. I think they have to win by five. Because isn't that the line? Uh, maybe. I don't know. At least that's maybe. the way that I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have to win by at least five. Okay. And so I have Jason Tatum over 2.53 points made. Don't know how that was... How that's a line. And it looked like he has 30 points. So that he I does, better have gotten that. He does have 30 points. So... KP with five threes Damn. and 28 points. Well, the Boston also only has 12 three-pointers made, so... And five of them are KP. So you better hope that oh, the rest man. of them are Tatum. This is why you are not a gambling man. <laughs> oh, yeah. And what was the last one? Uh, Jalen Brunson over 25.5 points. Jalen Brunson mm. over 25.5. He's at 15. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I should have he he'll he would have had Drew on him the whole time. What was I thinking? This perimeter defense in Boston. What was I thinking? Wait, what the fuck happened to this game? Because New got, York was just up by like six points, like a minute ago. Yeah, that was crazy. They went on a nine and zero run. Oh my god. Let me okay, hold on. Let me find the Jason Tatum three point. JP kind of been flopping. He hasn't made a single one. Damn. <laughs> Every I've I've lost on every one of these. <laughs> You could still get the uh, the under four, or the uh, the it's an, it's not looking too good. It's not looking it's great. Not looking too good. Looking damn. Great. Yeah, I was I was looking at these bets and I was like, damn, I'm like I'm like killing this shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> damn. That's All right, let's finish up these victims. Yeah, we got three left. Bengals, right. Niners. I got Niners. I got Bengals. Whoa! I got Bengals. This is this is what I'm talking the destiny, about. Destiny, the destiny week. I I see I see the vision. The Niners are still like good enough. I and will they won't lose three in a row. They, they won't lose three in a row. I don't know. They will. Three in a row. 
They will. They won't. They will. There, it's gonna happen. Joe Burrow is gonna torch that San Francisco 49ers secondary. He's gonna get it out on time. Um, and that uh, that scrappy Bengals defense is gonna do just enough to the 49ers to to keep them behind. So I don't know. This is this is my destiny week. The Rams are gonna go get a win in the win column, and the Niners are gonna get another L, and we're gonna be right behind them. Uh, the Seahawks might take the, might take the division after this, but that's, that's exact. Oh wait, no, they won't because they, they'll be losing to the Browns. So God. Rams are up, baby. You heard it here first. The entire NFC West will lose except for the, except for the Los Angeles Rams. So KP 30 points on most in a Celtics debut. Oh, wow. All right. So the bears at chargers. Chargers. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep, I got the Chargers. You know, upset alert. I'm just saying. Tyson Badgent. Tyson Badgent. Is it not going to do anything <laughs> this game? The Chargers, this would be a game that they would lose. <laughs> no, you're right. If if the, if the Tyson Badgent was to go off against any team, it would be the Chargers. That's going to be a stinky Sunday night matchup. And then to round off the Monday night matchup, we got the Raiders at the Lions. And the lines are gonna bounce back Lions. very heavily bounce back. And yeah, that's the pickups of the week. There he is. Victor Wembenyama. God damn it. I'm low-key gonna be rooting for Victor in this game too. <laughs> uh, but it's still go Mavs, baby. You heard. Imagine rooting for another player against your own team. Could not be me. <laughs> um crazy. But... The last the only number one picks in Spurs history were David Robinson, then yeah, the Spurs, then Wimbenyama. Yeah, no. Every time they get a number one pick, just a all time great player. And yes, I'm calling Victor Wimbenyama a all time great player. <laughs> you heard it here first, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Victor <laughs> Wimbenyama will be good. You've come here for hot takes just like this. Hey, man. Um, um, should we do a... Why don't we give a Maverick Spurs preview uh, <laughs> going into this game? Why don't you talk about your about your Mavericks going into this game? Well, while we were talking about football earlier, I actually stumbled upon the Mavs starting roster tonight, which I'm not a big fan of, but it's low-key clamps, so I kind of see the vision. But the starting five for the maps is Luca, Kyrie, Derek Jones Jr., Grant Williams, and Maxi Kleba. So oh, huh, hopefully Grant Williams and Maxi will just have Victor Wembanyama in jail. I was kind of expecting the Derek Lively start just so they could like match up like physically. But I don't know. Grant Williams, he can... Oh, gosh. I don't know. <laughs> he had the clamps on KD. And that's what I'm saying. Like, But Victor's like... Victor four, is a different beast. He's like four inches taller than KD. Like five inches taller than KD. Yeah. So it's like... And then Maxi, he's just... Maxi. I mean, he's going to give you that good defense, but I don't know if he'll be able... They're just going to have to send both of them on Victor, honestly. Um, but first game of the season, I'm very excited. I think the Mavs can pull this off as long as their offense is flowing. And there's been a lot of talks that Luca's going to start playing off the ball more. Okay, okay. Which I'll believe when I see it <laughs> because they've been saying this. 
Um, well, yeah. And then on the Spurs side, of course, you got Victor. Devin Vassell's the bucket. I feel like with Victor now being on the Spurs and drawing the attention to the Spurs more, Devin Vassell is, like, people are going to realize, like, how good Devin Vassell is and, like, he's really going to shine. Um, Jeremy Sohan, uh, him against uh, Derek Jones Jr. will be a fun matchup. Just, like, two lengthy, like, big-ass wing players. Um, I want to ask about uh, Luka playing off-ball. Because, like, what what do you think about that? Do you think that's a good move? Because if I remember correctly... Luca's catch and shoot is a lot lower than his yeah shot creation shot like his, his catch and shoot percentage. Yeah, he has said he's been working a lot on his catch and shoot shooting this um off season. Um, he played off ball a lot in Madrid, so it's not like anything new to him. That's fair. Um, but yeah, his catch and shoot numbers haven't been the sexiest thing ever. Um, but. I have faith it is Luca. He can do amazing things. He has been dealing with like an injury, like a calf injury. Oh, like no. he was questionable up going into this game, which would would have sucked having to sit him like the first game of the season. Um But he said he's been working on it and it seems like they're really focusing on him playing off ball more. Um so as long as like he's getting open looks, I feel like he will um, be able to knock down these shots um, unless like Victor closes out hard as fuck on him and he just like blocks him from like five feet behind the three point line mm-hmm. or which over, could happen over under on Victor dunk or blocks today um, uh, uh, the line the line is three and a half three and a half uh, over uh, under three and a half over under three and a half blocks I'll say I'll take under on that it could it could literally I think be he could three actually now. get four I think it might, and that is the game. That's crazy. How did the Knicks blow that one? KP did go off, though. Shout out KP. <sighs> Would have loved you as a Mavs still. Um, they got rid of you a little too soon. They didn't let you recover fully. And now he's thriving. Because he was thriving in Washington last year as well. I can't believe I missed out on the... Missed out on every single pick for that game. <laughs> Speaking of, I also made picks for, for this Dallas at Everyone uh, fade, Drew, fade, Drew. <laughs> oh, the, the, it looks like the San Antonio Dallas. Oh, game we're getting right into started. it. Jeremy Sohan. Um, so let me give my, let me give my picks for this real quick. The over underline <laughs> for points in this game is 230.5. I'm taking the under on that. Um, Especially now that you've said that uh, your the starting lineup is an all there's the, team. There's his first one, right? Was that was that Wimby? I think so. Oh my god! Well, I'm glad I didn't. Uh, I'm glad I didn't uh, do anything with blocks. But for rebounds, they set his uh, they set his line at six point five rebounds. So I think Wembenyama will get way more. Wait, six point five? Oh, yes. I would have. I would have killed the over on that. No, yeah, I'm, we're smashing the over on Wemby 6.5 rebounds. Oh my god. Who was that? Zach Collins, I think. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Like, God. Josh Green, I guess, got blocked. No, he just missed. Uh, Wait, who was that? Oh, that's Grant. Wemby? Okay, no way. 
just pull up three in transition would have been crazy. Um, Best-paced game so far. Yeah, I would like to see... Oh, Grant Williams for three. No good. Interesting shot selection so yeah. far. My third, uh, my third pick in this parlay is over 3.5 Kyrie. Oh my game. god, Maxie. Your wait, what was it? Uh, over three point five Kyrie threes made. And you said over on that. Huh? Three point three point five. Yeah. Interesting. And so that those are my picks, and then also I don't know I don't know when the the Pelicans and the Grizzlies play. Oh, uh, they've already yeah they already played. played. Okay. Or they might still be. I have not. Um, I don't know anything about that game, so I will say my picks right now on the record. I have Pels plus one. Um, I have Brandon Ingram over two, 24.5 points, and Jaron Jackson over 7.5 rebounds. You said Pelicans plus one, uh, Brandon Ingram over what? 24.5. Okay, and Jaron Jackson Jr., over 7.5 rebounds. Luca contested three. Let's goes go. in. Over Jeremy Sohan. Well, we still got season awards if y'all want to cover those really quick. Or if y'all just want to go over those. And uh, all the like, the like playoff predictions as well. We start with like the smaller awards first and then work our way up to MVP or something. Bet, yeah. Um. So who is your, uh, who is your sixth man of the league? Um, I have Emmanuel Quickly, um, for the New York Knicks. They just took an L tonight. He was in the running last year. His stats off the bench were very good. Honestly, there was some rumbling saying that, like, he should have won it over Brogdon last year. Um, and as long as he continues to put up the numbers he did, I don't see why he couldn't get it this year. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, you're good. Yeah, I also have quickly, uh, for pretty much all the same reasons. I don't know if you saw his stats on that last game. He had like, like 30 points yeah. almost. What? Yeah. 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 So yeah, I mean, I already had him, but that was that was good re reaffirmation there. So yeah, quickly, my sixth man. I've Malcolm Brogdon again. That might be like a cop out, but I mean, I thought that he was. I thought he was pretty, pretty damn good, and he's in, uh, he's in a similar position to do, you know, that kind of, that kind of work again, so, I think it'll, that is, that is my pick, uh, do you guys have a, a clutch player? I do. I do as well, this is just kind of my guess this is like so this like is just, this is a hard one to predict yeah. yeah i mean a lot of these are yeah because um, like i was looking at like odds as well with all these awards i was looking at that too and then like some of the like especially for like most improved especially it was like most of like the prior winners that have won most improved like they weren't even like they had like had no odds of winning the yeah. um like winning the award like at the beginning uh, of the season like they just like didn't have any odds. like larry marketing last year he like had no odds of even. Yeah, winning. I mean that makes sense. I I don't. Yeah, I feel like because a lot of times with the most improved, unless it's like Jaw, I mean a lot of times with the most improved, it's like just someone who you don't even like expect at all. Yeah. That, that, that rises up to like in Lori's case last year, all star level. Mm -hmm. So it's it's really hard to predict that. Um, for clutch though, I I just put Dame. 
I think I think uh, he's gonna have a lot of opportunities to win games mm-hmm. late, and I think yeah that he'll be able to to close them out. And that is also another thing that comes in this Warriors. It's gonna be a team that's like gonna be in a lot of close games down the stretch. So it's gonna like I feel like it's gonna be a team that's not gonna be blowing out their competition a lot. Which maybe that makes Dame a bad guess. But well, I have him as the runner up for mine. Um, but I picked Luca right here because I feel like they'll be in a lot of close games down the stretch and. Um, I feel like mm, he will have the ball in his hands a lot towards the end of those games. That's fair. Um, so I picked Luca, but Dame was my second option here. That's those are all good choices. My pick is SGA because I think he's like the like machine behind that team, and I think that I mean, who else are you like? I wouldn't want anyone else. I mean, everyone on that Thunder team is very good, but I think that uh. I think the man that I want with that ball in his hands at the last seconds is gonna be is gonna be Shea. Yeah, that's um, right. And so that's who I went with. Uh, what about Coach of the Year? I got someone. I got Ty Lue. If my <laughs> Clippers being second uh, second in the West comes to fruition, <laughs> I think that Ty Lue will probably be be the one who is uh, held responsible for that. That's so crazy. We're on the same wavelength because i have the thunder head coach mark dagnall mm, and i pre- i predicted the thunder to be second mm-hmm. in the west uh-huh. so for basically all the same reasons you just gave for um wow i just blanked so hard for the clippers yeah mm-hmm. i have for mark dagnall being the head uh coach of the year for the thunder yeah. i have adrian griffin the Ooh, first first year head coach for the bucks I was thinking um, about him. I mean, he's he's in like a dream scenario. For yeah, him. you have you have two you have the arguably the best duo in basketball right now, just on your team, like to start off, and like I don't know, I feel like the team's gonna perform well either way. He'll at least get some recognition, and so I think that that can lead to it mm-hmm. um, to to an easy coach of the year candidacy. I had Ime Doka as my runner-up on this one. I I, I thought about Doka as well because he's still a great coach. He just mm-hmm. you know needs to keep it in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, most improved. I think that's a, ne- a good next place to go. I got Paolo here. You know, I was thinking about Paolo, but he was a number one pick last year. It's just the like the the like numbers though. I think are gonna. I I think it's gonna be a numbers thing for me. I just remember three. Uh, I just remember how much of a deal, how much of a big deal people made it that like they were mad when Jaw won it because yeah. I was thinking Paolo as well, but then everyone was upset whenever Jaw won it because you know he was a lottery pick. Right. And you know, I I just don't think I I think in terms of stats, Paolo might improve the most, and that might be the most true. But I think since he was a number one pick, it's gonna be hard to. To give it to him because like that's what you're expecting i guess no for it's, sure it's for him to be great who do you have i i have austin reeves oh. <laughs> <laughs> this was kind of a cop-out uh i thought about paulo's teammate oh, actually God. franz wagner i have him as my runner-up I, I i like him and i like his odds as well i think he can be great um but yeah you know fuck it 
Austin Reeves, man. That's so like, valid. I, I, want, I wanted a Laker in there. <laughs> That's so valid. I also have a Laker in here, but uh, we'll, we'll get to that. Who, who said that was all of them? <laughs> oh, hey, I like That's that. Funny. I like that. I guarantee we have the same one. But uh, I can already guess who that probably <laughs> is. Um, what about you? Uh, I have Jordan Poole. Just I was thinking about him, too. Yeah. In terms he, of pure stats. Oh, Yeah, true. like, he'll... He was in the running le- for it. Uh, a couple years ago too yeah being like the number one option on a bad team where like you're just gonna have the ball in your hands all the time you're just gonna run up the stat board or like the uh box score and he's gonna average at least 30 yeah like (laughs) he's gonna have like some of those like bradley beal seasons when he was in washington where like Mm. it's just like bradley beal was putting up like like he averaging like 32 33 points a game per season i feel like that's gonna be jordan Poole. Uh, this year and then I had Franz mm-hmm. as my run up and then I also had to mention my boy Keegan Murray um, <laughs> I thought Keegan was gonna be your, at least your runner up mm, yeah I don't know I also have the Kings like kind of falling off this year a little bit so that's fair yeah but Ooh. and that is Devin Vassell for you he's, he's been kind of balling maybe maybe I should change my vote to <laughs> Devin Vassell okay next up rookie of the year I, I mean, I'm, yeah. Do we have to say anything about this? It's Wemben. It's hard to not give it to him. Like it's hard to give it to anyone else. Is that a Derek Lively poster? I don't think so. But yeah, Wemby. It's hard to. It's hard to imagine anyone else getting it. Yeah. I mean, Scoot could do great. Uh, the Thompson twins could do great, but they're just not Wemby. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and especially after that preseason, seeing Wemby like actually, like. like like play well yeah i was like oh okay yeah (laughs) because like you get like it's whenever all the build-ups happening you're watching it all and you're like okay like sure yeah it's supposed to be like generational and then you watch him play and then you're like damn he's like Like he's generational like he's actually like really good lengthy center moving with the guard skill set um he doesn't seem to like look very fragile yet like it doesn't like he like mm-hmm. it's like able to like defend bigger centers and like take contact and absorb contact and even if he does have a bigger center on him like he can just like dribble past him with mm-hmm. like one long ass crossover <laughs> and so the longest crossover yeah <laughs> so he's gonna he's gonna make a lot of guys out there look silly yeah and one thing I've noticed is that people don't really respect his handling just yet. And so they try to reach on him because it's like, oh, seeing like this seven five center like dribble, it's like prior you would think like, oh, that's like an easy steal. But like it's Wimby and he'll just like use his body to protect the ball. And if you try to reach on him, it's just not going to work out in your favor. So. Yeah. Hmm. All right, defensive player of the year, and this is where I know y'all got AD Anthony uh, Davis, baby. <laughs> We're wearing the jersey. AD. Yeah, I mean that like... game yesterday just confirmed my my suspicions because he did great to start off at least. Yeah, he did. That was uh, uh, we don't have to talk about that game, but <laughs> I first game of the season against the defending champions. I will say. There were some parts in that game where I was like, man, the Lakers might actually win this. And then the Dem- the Nuggets would 
just call a timeout, and then... It felt like I was watching the playoffs last year. That's yeah. No, literally. And the, the Nuggets chanting, who's your daddy at the end of the game is just completely disrespectful, but it's kind of funny. Um, it's not funny. <laughs> yeah, no, I turned it off with like two minutes left, so uh, I didn't even hear that. I didn't need to know that that was a thing that happened. Yeah, I was at that work, happened. and at least I got to see the like 13-0 run they went on from the end of the third quarter into the fourth. <sighs> Um, and then, and then it's literally just like the Lakers formula of like doing a fake comeback and then just like losing <laughs> the game by like five or whatever. I think it ended up being like 12, but like still. And it's just, uh, I don't know if it's tough for the Lakers cause they really do kind of look lost out there without LeBron on the floor sometimes. Like, and it's just like, it just seems like Darvin Ham isn't going to play him that much. Our like, efficiency was awful without LeBron. Yeah, oh, and like they were like minus seven. Tim Hardaway having the game. Holy no, shit. Uh, when it, it was like halfway through the third, maybe he started the fourth. Uh, the efficiency was with LeBron on the court, it was plus seven. With LeBron off, it was minus 14. Oh, okay, yeah. so that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, I mean. You just can't. We we got to find a way to win without LeBron. No, I was gonna say LeBron carrying a team <laughs> year twenty one. Like, what are we doing Please. here? And it's just I'm like serious. he's only gonna Please. get like thirty minutes a game, maybe. Which is like I don't mind. Like I'm kind of like go for it. You know what I mean? Because like we need to. We have a chance with LeBron on the team, and he needs to be healthy. And I think it's okay to manage his minutes. Hey, shout out Tori and Prince though. Dude, he was. I, yo, I, I remember watching some of those Prince. preseason games. I was like, "Damn, Torian Prince got that strap on him, bro!" Man. And he is a shooter for real. Austin Reeves got to shout him out too. He was looking very like. He reminds me of Josh Green, where you just like play it very hard on both sides of the floor, and like that's just kind of like your calling, and yeah. like you just don't take a possession off, and like every team needs that, where you just like have a high energy guy mm-hmm. can just like get buckets. Um, so yeah, Austin Reeves, um, shout out to him. Yeah, that's what he's been his whole time here. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jokic. Just a walking triple-double in his first game back after racing horses, bro. He's just, like, already going back to what he's good at. Yeah, and, um, Aaron Gordon, he impressed me a lot last night. Aaron Gordon Um, had a great game. He had a, he had a sickening three to that he was did. The, oh my god that's what ended the run that, the, made, that, I, that almost made me turn it off i think that might have been what part of like like the moment where i was like yeah we're not winning this game yeah i was like uh it was it was so unfortunate mm. but yeah you just you would hope to see more from ad going in that second half we just did not score at all. Yeah, the first half he was he was doing great. Um, yeah, especially for like first quarter, I was watching and I was like, I was like, AD, this is what I want to see. Yeah. And then the second half did nothing. Yeah, and second half, Jokic just like babied him, unfortunately. Um, but for my defensive player, I have Bam here. Mm. Oh, okay. he he was my runner up. I was thinking mm. about him, and then I was like, Nah, it's gonna be AD. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, I I like AD here too. I like Evan Mobley here. And then as for like a wing player, I like Jaden McDaniels um mm. on the uh he, Timberwolves. He, he just, just got, got paid. Yeah, let's say he just got paid. Um, that that whole Timberwolves team is paid. Yeah. So So it's now or never. <laughs> it's that or you got to make a splash for like 
someone else and like use some of those contracts to build a good trade package. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's my DPOY. All right, here the, the the I think this is it. The biggest the biggest one. The MVP. MVP. Who does everyone have? I have Nikola Jokic. I do as well. I have Giannis. I have. Giannis. I like Giannis. That's too. fair. That's yeah. fair. I like. I mean, they'll definitely be like top three. Both. Yeah, of them. I th- both of them will definitely be top three. Um, you know, there's there's always ones that could that could go crazy and have like an insane year, and they could be up there like SGA or Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, Dame, um, Steph. Embiid, they could all have great regular seasons and like be up there, but I don't know. I think that I think I think out of the Giannis and Dame duo, I think Giannis has more juice and is gonna make those bigger plays. And I think I mean he was he was an MVP player before, so yeah. like he was an MVP before. He can get back to the back to back MVP, just like Jokic. Well, yeah, I had Shea as honorable mention here, and I had Luca because that's my boy. So. Yeah, yeah, Luca. I think would definitely be up there. As well. How do we want to do all NBA? Uh, so I did my all NBA teams, uh, not positionless because I'm I just that's just how I wanted to do it. Mine are pretty position based as well. Uh, yeah, I would say mine has some like position structure, um, but we can just say like our whole teams and then yeah, yeah. if we yeah. wanna. Uh, I I guess I'll start. My first team consists of Luca Shea. Tatum, Jaron Jackson, and Jokic. Whoa, one of those things is not like the other. <laughs> I was like, man, our teams are looking quite similar. I know. I was, uh, yeah, no, mine, mine's a direct match, except I have Giannis over. over. So we have the same exact. Oh thing. shit! Yeah. I don't even have Giannis in my in mind, but that's just because I'm uh, I'm <laughs> horribly uneducated, and I'm putting Giannis in my first team. <laughs> Uh, okay. Okay. Wait. So, do we all have the same first team then yeah, after that? SGA, Luca, Tatum, Giannis, Jokic. Oh, that's crazy. That's where I got. Damn. I was like Luca and Shea. I'm so different. <laughs> <laughs> they were both first team last year. Oh, were they actually? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I didn't look at that. That's so I'm funny so though. Different. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, what happened last year? All right. Yeah. Um, Shea made his first All NBA team last year, and it was first team. Oh, oh what a what. You gotta make that. Yes, you got that boy jumping. Victor Wimbyama looking silly. <laughs> um, wow, these stats are looking crazy for him though. Three points, two rebounds, and one block for Victor. That is, and he might. Oh up. my! I knew God. that was gonna happen. I knew that was gonna happen. That was crazy. He just rose up over over a uh, defender and just drained a three, a contested three. Oh, nice. Oh, my God. Timmy is having a game. Um. So, what's your guys' second team looking like then? Mm, I got Steph, Dame, Embiid, AD, and Booker. Um. Oh, Jesus. I don't have Booker on here. I almost left Booker out on my all-NBA teams, but I think that was just, like, the Booker hating me, and then I just... I had to include him somewhere. I had no. I, th- this is what happened. I had Poole, Jordan Poole, in my second team over Devin Booker, and I was like, wait, wait, <laughs> I was like, wait, 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 this ain't right. Um, but yeah, that's my second team. Uh, my second team. This is uh, a high scoring game. I have I have Steph, Dame, 
LeBron, KD, Embiid. LeBron or uh, damn, KD's not on my list or on my all NBA teams. I almost left off KD, and I was like, I I have to put him up there. He has to. I uh, I left KD off of mine, and that was because of the sixty-five games thing. Mm, I forgot that kind of is a thing. Wait, what? You have uh, to like you have to play in sixty five games in order to qualify for. Uh, but it was also like kind of not giving that mind with uh, two specific players in mind, uh, and you'll know <laughs> who they are. I guess I'll just say my second team, uh, which is Steph, Booker, Jaron Jackson, Paul George, and Anthony Davis. Who Anthony Davis is the sixty five game uh, mm-hmm. question mark for sure. MPG. Yeah, MBG. But I feel like, I don't know, I feel like he might have, I feel like he has better odds this year. At least, like, I didn't put Kawhi on here because I, he scares me a little bit more than PG, but they're both pretty injury prone. Yeah, I did not know about the 65 game thing. Yeah, that also is new this year. So, moving on to the third team, I have Kawhi. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My third team, my third team I put together just now with, which I rushed through, but I have, uh, Jamal oh, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. I have uh, Jamal Murray, Devin Booker, Kawhi Leonard, Jimmy Butler, and AD. Okay. I like that team. Um, I, I wanted to include Murray on here in the. Yeah, that's valid. I think he's gonna have a great year. I mean, I had to leave. I had to leave some guys off. I had Trey Young in here, and I had to take him off because of Booker. Um, but in my third team, I have. Donovan Mitchell, Dame, Butler, LeBron, and Bam. I had Bam, and I took him off for AD. Fuck, I need Bam in here if I have him as my defensive player of the year. <laughs> Fuck, man. I have to take LeBron off. I'm I mean, so sorry. Was Jaron Jackson? Or wait, no, no, no. Was no, no. Jaron Jackson at All-NBA last year? Yeah, was I he? think so. I... Uh... Damn, do I take Franz off? I have Franz in my third team. Mmm... If I were to replace someone with Bam, it would be Franz. Or, yeah. But my third team is Brunson, Franz Wagner, LeBron, Ant, and Jordan Poole. Yeah. I think either Poole or Franz would be the left. Jaron Jackson Jr. was not. Oh, he wasn't? He was not. That's wild. So, then I like my teams. Brunson, Franz. Yeah, LeBron. Jalen Brown as a, as a forward last year? Uh, probably small forward. Yeah, I guess he was second team, right? Yeah, he was second team. Hmm. God, I, I, these these lists are kind of crazy when I'm looking at them. I'm like, damn. Julius Randle made All NBA team last year. Yeah, it was because of the 65 game thing. Oh yeah, Sabonis is on there. Fox. I was thinking about Sabonis. I oh I had to take Fox off too. Uh oh because I forgot about Damon Booker. Um, but shout out to shout out to Fox for real. What yeah. does the fox say? Ring, 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 ring. Yeah, yeah, cut that shit out. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's not, that will not that be. That is good. not making the podcast. <laughs> I guess if I'm the only one who did, uh, like, playoff, the playoff predictions, do you guys want to hear that? Don't Go for there. it. I do think it is kind of early to predict playoffs right now, just because 
That, yeah, I don't know. What are you talking about? That's the whole point of the preseason prediction. <laughs> it's always too early. Yeah, you're right. Very early playoff predictions. We, we just predicted everything in the NBA. <laughs> but the playoffs, that's that's too far. True. I don't know. That is, that, that's just like so many moving parts, though. It's like... No, you're right. Uh, we predicted so the standings for it. I mean, the standings pretty much... I guess the playoffs is... Or the standings is kind of like a mirror into like what the playoffs is. So. Yeah. Um, so I went from play in to, uh, to finals. And so I'm going to, I'm going to have to be more nuanced towards the end, uh, because I'm a Lakers fan. (laughs) So take, take everything I say with a grain of salt. Um, so play in round one. Okay. (laughs) So Dallas beats the Warriors and Oklahoma city beats the Pelicans in the play in round. Mm -hmm. And so then that causes Oklahoma City to lose to the Warriors in the second round of the playoffs. Um, and so now in the first round of the playoffs, um, we have for the Western Conference, we have Golden State losing to Denver in six. We have Sacramento beating Memphis in seven. We have Phoenix losing to the Lakers in seven. We have Dallas beating the Clippers in seven. Damn. He said the Clippers are frauds. They, they may be the two seed, but they're frauds. Well, yeah. it's just because, don't you guys like own the Clippers? Uh, Luca owns the Clippers. The Mavs organization as a whole does not. I see. But, um, yeah, those back-to-back years where we drew the Clippers uh, round one, Luca averaged like over 30 points a game. And, like, was playing the best basketball in his life. Oh, my God. He's on fire. He actually can't miss right now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I just had the... I just had the... In a a seven-game series, the seventh game, I thought Dallas would pull it out. Yeah. Um, And so then that brings us to the conference semifinals, where Sacramento loses to Denver... In seven, call timeout. They take them to seven games, um, and then Dallas loses to the Lakers also in seven. Um, and so in the conference finals, the Los Angeles Lakers beat the Denver Nuggets in seven games. Oh man, <laughs> um, having a rematch of last year. Yeah. So I will say that I mean the the way that I have my playoff predictions going, I have. The Lakers making it all the way, which kind of fucks some of this up, um, but I think that I think that we could. I think that I think that we could beat. Well, especially if the if the um, Mavericks beat the Clippers, I feel like that would be an easier uh, semifinals to get us to the conference, um, and so that's that's hopeful for me. Honestly, if we face the Clippers, I think the Clippers are beating us, but. Uh, you know, I, I got to be a Lakers believer, especially in a year where I, I feel like I can, I have that, I have that right. Mm-hmm. So for the Eastern Conference, ugly. in the round one of the play-ins, I have the Atlanta Hawks beating the Miami Heat and Chicago oh. beating the Raptors, uh, which then causes Chicago to lose to Miami mm-hmm. in the second round of the playoffs. Um and so now that means second round of playing. 
Like, or yes, yes, you're so right. Sorry. Um, so then after that, I have uh, I have Milwaukee sweeping the the Heat um, <laughs> for uh, payback for last year. Yeah. Um, I have the New York Knicks losing to the Cleveland Cavaliers in five. Another rematch. Or last year. Another. The Cavs did not win that series. I don't think they did. The Knicks won that series. The Heat won, uh, that's all I remember. Yeah, I think it was Heat. Yes. The Knicks will lose this time, I think, because I think Cleveland, with another year, with that roster under their belt, I think it'll be a good one. Mm-hmm. And so Brooklyn will lose to Philadelphia in six, uh, giving them a little bit of, uh, you know, some, some fights. Um, and Atlanta will lose to Boston in six. So in the East, there's a lot of uh, first-round matchups that are similar to last year, I think. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think Boston also faced Atlanta in the playoffs last year. So then in the conference semifinals, uh, Cleveland is going to lose to Milwaukee in six, and Philadelphia will lose to Boston in six as well. So then in the conference finals for the East, the Boston Celtics lose to the Milwaukee Bucks in six. And then so for the finals, the Los Angeles Lakers beat the Milwaukee Bucks in seven to cap off LeBron's career and make him truly the greatest of all time, (laughs) beating, beating an insane super team in the Milwaukee Bucks. And so, if I were being for real, I think the, I guess if I were being for real, I think, do I just think the Nuggets win again? God damn. Uh, I, I don't know. I'll take Milwaukee just because I want, I want to see that. I'll, I'll take Milwaukee in seven. God damn. If I had to guess, if I had to make a bet of who would win the championship right now, just out of anyone, I would choose, I would choose the Bucks. So, that makes sense, yeah. What about you? Do you want to give a finals, mm-hmm. predic- a pr- finals prediction? Uh, I think it will be Denver again. Mm-hmm. Man, with how the Celtics look today. <laughs> One game into the season and he's already <laughs> questioning him. You can't take it to account, man. You gotta act like this is before we've seen anybody play. True. Mm, I probably would have said Denver, Milwaukee, but I won't be surprised if it's Celtics, Milwaukee, and the conference sim, uh, or in the conference finals, and Celtics beat Milwaukee because I just like their depth a lot better, and I like, um, I like their supporting cast a lot better than the Bucks. Ooh, Milwaukee plays tomorrow against the Sixers. That's a good game. That is a good game. And we play against the Suns. Oh, oh dear <laughs> God. What a terrible two games. I know. Start. start off, man. For, for, I was trying to, whenever I was trying to do picks for the entire week, week which I realized they did not have, uh, like, prop bets for weeks beyond the, the day of, I guess, but I was trying to, um, I I believe in the Lakers to beat the Suns is all, is all I'll say. That's all. Let's go. Um, yeah, that's uh that's this week in uh in the NBA in the NFL. Uh, next week. Oh, we already made our picks for next week in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll we'll hit you back after the week of destiny and after another week of 
uh, NBA basketball that we have been so lucky to be treated to. Man, we got all the sports going right now. It's crazy. I know. I know. I'm gonna go home and watch some. Watch some. Uh, oh, oh. Speaking of uh, all the sports going at once, this is the first time in like a while. I think they said. Oh, this Monday. Since the seventies, where oh. it'll. I don't know what you're about to say. Yeah. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be the first time since like the seventies where the Dallas Mavericks, Dallas Cowboys. Texas Rangers and Dallas Stars are all playing at the same time, like the, like where, like the seasons are all going on at the same time. I thought it was, I thought that stat was like two thousand two or something like that. Maybe I don't know. But I I also the, the radio announcers on the radio that I was listening to at work. I think FC Dallas is also oh theater. and FC Dallas FC Dallas was also in there. Yeah, because the one I saw was like it only included it included all of them besides FC Dallas, and it was like this is the first time in like since two thousand ten that like. Because this upcoming Monday, they all play on the same day. Oh, like, shit. The, the Rangers play, the Mavs play on Monday, the Stars play on Monday, and the Cowboys play this upcoming Monday. So I think it's like the first time that has ever happened. Monday or Sunday? Cause they, Monday. Uh, the Cowboys play on Sunday. Well, then I was locked, too. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, the Cowboys game is definitely on Sunday. <laughs> um, oh, but final... yeah, that's, that's still fun. Oh, still a little... Fuck! I was going to say final thoughts. Let me check in on this uh, Grizzlies-Pelicans parlay that I made up. Oh, who won that one? Oh, geez. Well, the Pelicans won, so that's one. That's, that's one. one. Hey. Um, Brandon Ingram had 19 points, so not over 20. Mm, what, like 22 points. and a half? It was 24 and a half. Okay. But, I mean, hey. Hey, uh, boy. <clears throat> and who else did I have? Oh, Jaron Jackson, over 7.5 rebounds. That had to have hit that's that's what I'm saying because he's playing center, bro. Like how? how where else? Zion just literally bodied him the whole game. Eight. He had eight yeah. rebounds. <laughs> We're so up. Okay, bet that's like the. You still would have lost though. No, yeah, you're so right. So I've not hit on one. Man, should we start doing prize picks? God, hell no! <laughs> not after this. <laughs> bro went, bro went four for oh, bro went two for six, and you're like, hey man, should we do like prize? <laughs> should we start doing this more? <laughs> Um, no, I guess did I star lose my money? I guess uh, this game has not concluded yet, which is what the third one is. But I did, the the my reason being was three parlays, three three leg parlays because we're a sporty threesome. Mm. I like that. Or we could each have our own three leg parlay. I guess. Oh, yeah. Who the fuck suggested that? What a no, 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 no! I was like thinking, like, dumbass no, I was, I was, I was thinking. Oh, that was crazy, bro. So you mean like you have? No, I like the idea. I like the idea. I was. So you're saying like you have one, then Drew has one, then I have one, just for like three separate games, yeah, rather yeah. than always having three. We, we we could we could choose our own games as well. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. For sure. We, we don't have to be in one game. We could do like, we could do three part. We could do one parlay. And we pick three different games. And do like one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it doesn't have to be. Uh, it doesn't have to be like 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 I did with like the over under for players and shit. And then every week we put in a dollar each. <laughs> hey, I'm and, and we put that and we do that parlay. We bet that parlay. Hell yeah! Yo, I yo, I think that'd be sick. I think I that would be sick. a nine leg parlay that we make up. That would be. I wonder how much we would get back for that. It depends on like the parlay. Mm-hmm. Not not too. The parlay ends up... But if it's a nine-leg parlay... Yeah, but... And, like, different booking... Uh, what are they called? Like, 
gambling game, game gambling sites <laughs> yeah game books or whatever game yeah they all have like different odds too so yeah. mm, that's true i tried to find i i i just looked for some i didn't there there was like some sites that were giving you like the best odds for stuff and i just mm -hmm. went with the like first one that i found i think i think it'd be fun to do like a dollar parlay no yeah i'd be down i used to bet on sports stuff like a couple years ago but i never won anything so i quit doing it but i'd be down to just do a cheeky little one dollar bet every week yeah yeah i think it'd be fun because then what if it hits and you won like five bucks and it's like i'm four bucks richer than i was yeah. like two hours we ago. can split the pot 30 30 40 yeah exactly hell yeah. yeah they locked it in i'm getting 40 percent, baby <laughs> hey bro anything to see the homies eat are we done with the podcast i think so we gotta we gotta end this shit though well yeah Wait, say that again. We gotta end this shit, though. What if that was the end? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we've not been fucking with the things you've been saying. But, uh, I was like, I ended. <laughs> I thought that would be pretty funny. For, for our podcast listeners, I dap myself up. <laughs> All right. Uh, but we uh, do have to end this. Um, and then we'll hopefully see a Mavs dub tonight. It's a one-point game. Yeah. Um, Victor Wimbyama bust already. He only has six points. Luca for three over Victor. I would have creamed my pants. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're gonna watch some basketball. We're gonna we're gonna go. Watch we will be watching hoops this year. We will be here. Um, and I'm very excited to give uh basketball analysis the best that you'll ever the best that you'll ever hear. That's what we're here for. Um, and yeah, so. Everyone, I hope you have a great rest of the week or two weeks uh, because um, that's just how the editing of these podcasts have gone <laughs> down. Um, but hopefully we'll get uh, that content out to you guys expediently. Expediently. Expeditiously. Oh, that's the word I was trying Exped to... Exped Expeditiously. I was like, I knew it started like that somehow. and so that shit. <laughs> expedite it expedite that shit like a, your ears your ear like holes. a passport <laughs> all right well this has been a 43 song go maps go lakers we go rams go saints <laughs> go all the teams go except for the ones that are facing yours so i hope mm. you have a great rest of your week and we'll catch you next time see ya bye bye